know my team is big flossing. CEO shit, cause we been bossing. Welcome guys. We are back after a year of inactivity. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> well, inactivity on the podcast. Inactivity on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get it confused. Inactivity on the podcast. Safe to say, me and my co-host, Various Layers, has been busy. All caps. Um, busy working. Busy grinding. Busy doing everything that we said we were going to fucking do. Yes, sir. To be honest. But uh, I am your host, Lamar, Mr. Cream Cap, also known as Lambo, and I got my boy, Cody Stockton, Various Layers. What's good? And this is Hustle House 24-7-365, the 2023 New Year's Eve edition. Welcome. It is Thursday, the 28th of December. So, bro, it's been a while. It's it been, has. I think it's been almost about 365 days. I think our last episode or recording was back in November of last year, right when maybe right when I moved. But uh, how have you been? I've been great. For all you guys wondering what's been up. We've done a lot, so we're just going to do a little recap of the whole year, talk about goals and stuff, what we want to do as we're moving forward, what we are going to do as we're moving forward, any updates, stuff like that. Um, so first and foremost, when we first left off, as you guys know, I own, well, a lot of you guys probably don't know because, you know, we haven't been on for a year, but I own a moving company and that's what I do mainly full time. But over the course of the last year, I've actually hopped into other and other endeavors and the moving company is still my main thing as far as money and whatnot. But I'm a part of Fresh. If you guys know Fresh and Fit, I'm a part of Fresh's CEO network. So I've been doing a lot with the CEO network lately. Um ever since like May. Shit, maybe even April. It's been a long time. He started that shit a minute ago. But um yeah, working, traveling, went out the country for the first time. Um, getting as in the best shape of my life, and it's just been great. And we'll go into detail more on it. But if you want to do a little summary recap about what you've been up to, what you've been up to, man? Yeah, guys, so... he's leveled up a lot. <laughs> nah, I'm not shit yet. But uh, no, nah, it's been a it's been a very interesting 2023. You know, I think uh, me and Cody started this uh, this. Uh, we wanted to be different. We wanted to achieve. We wanted to. You know, we had a lot of goals, dreams, and aspirations that we wanted to accomplish, and that, I'm going to take it way back, bro. I'm going to take it back to before C19, to 2019, to the Telegram group, where Facts. we first created that uh, that uh, that community of other like-minded individuals that we brought together. You know, we started off with talking about investing and financing, uh, getting involved in crypto and stocks. Then we started paying attention to world events and things that were happening, things that were coming down the pipeline, things that were happening with the government with laws and regulations, international policy. And it was there, I think, you know, where things really, you know, you and I both always had this, uh, this, uh, we wanted more out of life. Right. And we knew we were going to have to work hard to get there. But I think I want to say like, we really got serious around that time when we started, you know, holding each other accountable, putting other like-minded individuals, individuals around us, finding more people that thought like us, that wanted to hustle like us, that wanted to make money like us. And, um, uh, I would say that's like the beginning of, of it all, you know, so four years ago and everything that we said that we were going to do and accomplish um, and the goals that we set for ourselves throughout the time of us in that Telegram chat, in that community, we've definitely accomplished and then some, even to the point, like a lot of things that we didn't see coming for ourselves that have worked out really well. So, um, but I would say since then, man, I mean, we, you know, for me, 
you know, my goal was always to have my own business, uh, create time freedom for myself, you know, find ways to leverage passive income streams. So I didn't have to, to work. <laughs> if honestly, about four or five years ago, I think I was hustling so I could become lazy, but now I've realized that, you know, I enjoy the hustle. I enjoy the grind. I enjoy the journey. I enjoy making money. I enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy doing business with other people. And uh, I don't think I ever really do want to stop, but I have accomplished a lot over the last couple of years. So where I left off, um, you know, we were, you know, I was running a a seven figure uh, funding company. Uh, We're more of like a financial solutions business. We crossed eight figures earlier this year in February. Um, so that was a big accomplishment for us. And a lot of my investments, things that I put money into have been paying off, generating me passive income over the last year and a half. Um, I acquired a, a couple other business type of models that I am managing and running as well. The crypto portfolio is starting to look really nice. You know, we made a lot of money in, uh, in 2020 and there was a lot of money that we didn't make. We left on the table, but we held strong. We held a lot of our assets and that's been popping off really well, especially this year. So it seems like, you know, everything's just kind of, I think we, you and I both can say we had a, a visualization for what we wanted our 2020 2020 got a little fucked uh for you know obvious circumstances but we had a vi- we created a, a visualization what we wanted for 2020 for 2021 2022 and even 2023 and i i think it's safe to say we we uh went well above our our goals and uh that we set for ourselves and it's just going to get better and it, and it's getting better so yeah 2023 for me I was hustling a lot, grinding a lot, doing the moving stuff a lot, but I use a lot of personal investing as my like main priority. So like getting around the proper network, meeting people, putting myself in certain rooms. Um, I went on a shit ton of trips this year and not because I was going on vacation, but because there was so much opportunity to actually get around people that I'm trying to level up and be around. Um, I went to Colombia, South America. That was actually recently. That was like two months ago. That was in November. So yeah, November, December. So pretty much two months ago, it was early November. And um, I went down there with Fresh, Prince CEO, um, his trainer, a bunch of guys from the CEO network. And then we did a CEO event multiple times in um, Miami and met a bunch of people. He actually has a few guys from the CEO network who actually joined his team with Improve You. And um, I used a lot of this 2023 to just get around people and build up relationships because your net Work is your net worth. And um, at the end of the day, it's also a personal investment. So I see it as investing into myself. But going into 2024, I've established some foundation, laid some good groundwork. So I'm going to use 2024 to still do those things. But my personal goals for 2024 is to literally just make as much money as possible and keep investing into crypto, precious metals and stuff like that. Really work on family relationships. I have good family relationships, but I need to like work on my dad's side more, like get closer with them and shit. And um, also, man, like I just want to keep getting as fit as possible. Like literally just do that. Stay focused. Any trips that pop up, if it's an investment, it makes sense. Then, of course, I'm going to go on them. Um, CEO Network trip in Dominican Republic in March is what they're planning. So I'll be there. Yes, sir. That'll my be good. My birthday's in March, too. So maybe it might line up. 
Yeah, that's it's gonna be dope, man. Walking into the fourth decade of my life, that'll be fun. But yeah, no, it's interesting uh, everything you just said, Cody. Because if you reflect and think about all the episodes we recorded last year when we were doing uh, the podcast consistently, what were things that we talked about? We talked about networking and getting outside of your comfort zone and meeting other people and and expanding your horizons and people that you can do business with and be friends with. Right? We yes, did sir. that this year. We talked about. Um, keeping up with our health and focusing on on being in good shape, uh, not only physically, but mentally as well. We did that. We also talked about making money and hustling and making sure that we didn't have to struggle uh, or worry about our next dollar. We did that. And we also talked about our families and getting closer with the, the people uh, you know, those people in our lives. And I, I can say definitely for me as well that I've, I've gotten a lot closer to my family this year. Like I, I guilty of uh, I'm not going to say necessarily isolate myself last year, but I was being very selfish with my time yeah, and for, not thinking, yeah, not thinking about, you know, the people that are the most important to me, at least not in, not directly. A lot of the stuff that I do is for my, my family currently and my future family. And I want to make sure that everybody is living well and not having to struggle or worry or stress about anything like finances. So a lot of what I do involves, my family, but at the same time, you have to have like a balance of, you know, work, play and spending time with your family. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so, you know, because you got to You got to stay on what you, stay on your grind mode and do what you do. Oh, yeah. To even have that, like, to have that availability and stuff. Exactly. So it's just, it's just interesting, you, uh, the the topics you bring up because I I don't remember specifically what episodes they are. And if you guys followed us um, back in 2022, and feel free to go check out our YouTube channel for a lot of our old videos, but a lot of those topics and things that we talked about. So it's almost like we, uh, again, we, we manifested a lot of those things uh but by putting it out there and just actually you know again holding each other accountable to make sure that we did that and that's another thing too is about holding each other accountable you guys need to find a brotherhood or a sisterhood of people who will do that for you and then also we talk about we talked about this before and we always talk about this but surrounding yourself with good people who are like-minded to help you push because we have our group, we have our Telegram group, we have the CEO Network group, we have the friends and stuff that we see throughout the day or week or whatever it may be. Um, and then business people, like he has a bunch of business people, they hold each other accountable for what they do and whatnot. But it's good that you guys find a nice group of people, even if it's like one or two that you can count on one hand that'll do that for you. Because that'll definitely help propel you. But also you need to do it yourself. You need to hold yourself accountable and have that self-motivation so you can rely on yourself, but also have other people rely on you. Um, but yeah, I think 2024 is going to, well, 2024 is going to be great. We still have some 2023 left. So we still got some stuff on schedule for 2023. Um, but we're just going to keep doing what we say we do. And it's going to be even more leveling up like this next, this next year, I'm really going to get like, I'm, I know we've been focused, but like this next year, I've, this year opened up my mind for how I want next year to go. And I'm going to be like more focused than ever, bro. Like there's more always, than ever. there's always room for improvement Facts. In, in every asset. Like nobody is perfect. And even like some of the richest successful people in the world will tell you the same thing. They're, they, they remain students to the game. They're always listening to people that might be smarter than them in certain topics. And they're always looking to level up and improve. Elon's the same way. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, all those guys, like, you know, the big, the, the guys, the, the mainstream people that everyone knows, you know, I know that sounds like the, the typical examples to use but all those guys all the money that they have and everything that they've accomplished in their lives 
they don't need to keep working. They could they could stop. They don't need to do all this shit, but they all want to leave an impact and they all want to they all want to leave a legacy. They all want to make some real change, despite what you think of them and your opinions of them. Like, honestly, they could say fuck it all and just fade into the the back and just raise their families and live happily ever after. But they they're they understand that there's more and they want more. They want to do better. They want to achieve more. But uh, but yeah, bro, let's so let's recap 2023. Let's start with the. Uh, Let's start with the networking, right? Let's take it back to the CEO network, the Miami meetup. Um, you know, let's take it back to the first part of this year. And correct me if I'm wrong. Did you did you go and meet? Uh, what event did you uh, go to? A Dave Meltzer event this year? Or was that at the end of last year? That was at the end of last year. Okay, so um, we did have year. one booked, and we still went to LA with Justin. Yeah. Now I'm talking about the first one where we actually did get to go out there. That that wasn't with you on, so that yeah. was the end of last year. Yeah, that was last year. But this year, talk I, about that a little bit. What was that experience like? Because we never got that. Never got on camera. So that event turned into that interview I have on Instagram with David, mm-hmm. which is like ten or twenty minutes long. But anyway, um. Some of you guys may know that I have a TikTok channel that's focused on motivation. I'm, I'm moving it more into my personal brand and also fitness and stuff like that. But originally, it started as motivational content and clips and stuff that'll get you hype in the morning, put a fire under your ass, etc. So I was doing that for months and months and months. It's been active for probably over two years now. And I've gained up to 199,000 followers. Hell yeah. Um, and David Melcher reached out at like 140,000 followers or something like that. And he was like, hey, man, I like your content. If you want to post some of my stuff, um, we'll send you clips to post. So I started posting a lot of his stuff, providing some value in that way just to give him more traction, more viewership. As far as my, um, my page is concerned, of course, he has like really good connections with Gary V, Tony Robbins, Ed Milet, people like that. But he wanted more viewership from the younger generation from an account or accounts that can generate consistent viewership so they can get pushed into that type of content. Um, so I did that for a long time and I still do it to this day. But again, I am trying to move the TikTok more into my brand personally, like fitness and stuff. Um, but anyway, the long story short, he invited me out to an event in Costa Mesa. That's where his office is. And he has this show called Office Hours, which is on Apple TV. And um, his new season came out recently. So if you guys are interested in business and entrepreneurship, go check it out. Office Hours. Um, David Melcher, he has Grant Cardone on, Ed Milet, Tony Robbins, Gary V, all those types of people. Um, but he invited me out to a launch party at the end of last year. And um, I got really cool and connected with his middleman, his right-hand man, Keaton Kasberg, which I still talk to to this day almost every single day. Super cool dude. Um, he does a lot of fitness stuff too. Go follow him. Um, but yeah, they invited me out there, met a bunch of people. Dan Fleshner was out there, so, uh, some retired NBA players, um, business people. And stuff, his shoot, people I probably didn't even realize that how important they were out there. And um, it was probably about 50 of us, VIP. And um, it was very intimate setting. We watched the first episode of Office Hours, talked. Um, they had food and catering and they had drinks and stuff like that. So that really established a connection with David. And then um, a few months later, once I came back in 2023, I was still posting his content and stuff like that. He invited me to be on a 10 to 20 minute interview call, like just talking to him about hustle house and various layers and key of the day and stuff like that. And that's on my Instagram. So we chopped it up. I put that out. And um, that's pretty much how that's been with David. He actually invited me to Vegas like three days ago. Really? So that he wants, but it's, it's going to be, it's too close to like when I have to work. Yeah. Cause I got like a shit ton of jobs lined up. Cause a lot of those events like are last minute. They are. Yeah. And, but those, but those people at that level, they can do that last minute shit. 
But, you know, I got to make sure I take care of my business because that's my baby and stuff like that. But we're still on good terms and there's still more opportunity. So that's pretty much all I'm getting at as far as that's concerned. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't man. realize uh, Dan Fleshman and Ed Milet was at that first event. Um, Ed Milet wasn't, but Dan Flesh, the Flesh dude, he was? Fleshner, I think, or whatever. It's Fleshman, yeah. I met Fleshman? him in, or, well, I didn't meet him personally, but I got to uh, see him speak and be at one of his pre- presentations in Vegas when I was there. Yeah, he's a cool or dude, he man. At, uh, he spoke at WealthCon. I don't like. I don't even know. I don't who, even know who he was. Me neither. That's what I'm I, saying. I don't I've even know who he was. I've seen him man. on videos before, like long time ago, bro. Like 2017, 2018, and just never like connected the dots. And then this guy came. He he comes on stage and he's like, Dan. He's like he's he's this this like average looking. He he came out in a flannel, some jeans. Like he looked like the type of guy. Like like a lot of us in the crowd were like, who is this guy? But then when he started talking, he started speaking about his investing and things that he's invested in, companies he's acquired and how he's become a multimillionaire. And then I started thinking, I'm like, wait, I've seen this guy somewhere. I've recognized his voice. I was like, oh, that's him. Like, it's crazy. Like, you'll be in rooms and at events, and sometimes you don't even realize the, the level of person you're, like, even standing next to sometimes. But Shit, just like with the crazy. Warner. Yeah, no, same. I didn't even know the Warner was the Warner. Yeah. All right. So let's shift. Let's shift to Miami because that was a really dope opportunity that both of us got. You know, and I appreciate you for putting me on to the CEO network. I know it just started. Sure. I can't remember exactly. Maybe you can talk about how that came to be and how you got involved. Um, and then I'll, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about our second or I don't know how many times you've been to Miami, but it was the second time for me when we went. So Fresh Prince CEO is a part of the podcast called Fresh and Fit. They've been around for about three years now, like consistently with people knowing who they are. Um, it includes Myron Gaines, a.k.a. Unplug Fit. They have Chris as one of their producers. They have John Billions, um, which is Jay Bills. Um, and then they have Big Mo and then a bunch of other people. But the main guys is Myron and Fresh. All right. And I've been following them for a while and I fuck with their content. They do a lot of after hours content, but a lot of their content is driven towards helping guys become better. They do credit content. They do how to level up your life, fitness content and all that stuff. So that's the stuff that draw, drew me in because just the type of people we are and what we like to put into our heads and stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people get drawn into their content because of the girls. They just want entertainment. So if you're first seeing Fresh and Fit for that, you may not get the best impression of them. But as far as I'm concerned, I fuck with them because of how they try to better men. And the stuff they have to say is like real life stuff. They bring on Pat, back, David and a bunch of other people. So fast forward. Fresh started the CEO network. It was either April or May. I forget. I but it was I was like April. Yes, yeah, so I was the one of the first twenty members in there, and um, he has some of his friends. He has his trainer in there and stuff like that. So it's a good connection to have. But I got in for a really low price, monthly price. It's recurring every single month. Then he closed it after the first hundred members, and pretty much with the CEO network, he's trying to build a brotherhood of people that they can be connected to each other, provide value. Um, you get access to them and their network and stuff like that, but you can't just go in there and take and then leave. Like you have to provide value and show that you're a trustworthy individual, and they can actually fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, so Fresh hosted the first CEO Network event. That was probably a month or two right after. It was literally right after was he created right after the event. He started. It was like May. Mm-hmm. I remember being May. That was in springtime. My birthday's May sixteenth. It was like it was it was um late. It was Memorial Day. Is Memorial Day in May? It was Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, Memorial yeah. Day weekend is when yep. we went there. And um, it was a bunch of us. We went to Boxer Gym in Miami. So that's how it started. We all went to do a hardcore workout for about two hours. Probably one of the hardest workouts I've done for real. And um, that's look, saying a lot coming from this guy. Just so yeah, you for know. like it's, they put you through the <laughs> ringer. And um, look up Mateo Boxer. He owns Boxer Gym. 
great gym. Floyd Mayweather goes there. Deontay Wilder, they all come through there. And um, Fafa Fitness works out there consistently. Wes Watson goes there sometimes. So no, shout out Boxer Gym because they definitely like they cleared out the entire gym for Fresh's group. We had it was a pretty large group of guys there. I want to say we had like sixty or seventy ish people there, mm-hmm. separated into two different groups, and got to use all a hundred percent of the facilities. Um, he had his personal trainers that uh, were there that ran us through a lot of workouts and, and things like that. Um, but they were very accommodating. You know, got let us use the gym for free that day. Actually, it was like a week. Then. We, it was like a pass that we had for like a week or something or a couple yeah, the, of days. Yeah, the whole time we were there. Okay, they, they yeah. So, um, it was very impressive. Like, it's I've never been to a gym like that. It was definitely raw and authentic and genuine. Like, you know, you go to some gyms up here in like Virginia, you can't, there's certain things you can't do, right? You can't slam weights. You can't be loud. You can't use chalk. You can't fucking sweat. You can't God film. Forbid, God forbid you sweat. Yeah, and you can't film either. But down there, like, it was, it was just that raw and environment everybody's there better in themselves you know everyone's congregating um you know just putting work in it, it was it was an amazing venue so shout out to boxer jump for for hosting us they have a lamborghini as soon as you walked in but they yeah, traded that was, that was fucking dope. i think they traded out for a porsche i think they have a porsche in there now i'm not, I'm not yeah. quite sure but but anyway we did that whole event then we go to dinner and at dinner fresh paid for all of it of course and it was at Panorama Tower. Friend um, owns this restaurant right there, Panorama Tower, inside of Brickle. Nice ass fucking place, good food. So all of us were chilling there. And um, I interviewed a bunch of people asking them why they joined the CEO network. Like, what have they gained? What have they provided? What kind of value they provided to the group and stuff like that? How long they plan on staying? Are they serious? Like, all these things, right? And um, I ended up meeting the Warner, Niles, freaking everybody. Jay, Serge. Met Myron I, there. Yeah, Myron. We talked to Myron there and like a bunch of other people, like all the main guys of the CEO network, Brett, Mosh, um, Fresh, of course, um, Adam, American Income, Adam. If you guys don't know who American in- Income is, go check him out. He's super big on TikTok and also Instagram. He asks people what they do for a living and so on and so forth. And then later that night, I went to the club with Fresh. Um, it was a few, of, a few of us guys went to the club with him. It's pretty cool. Arthur was there, helped us get in and stuff like that. But yeah, man, like... Dope experience overall. Uh, uh, great. Fresh was, a, Fresh was a great host. Um, it was jam packed, ton of value. You know, while we were at the uh, while we were at the dinner, even while we were at Boxer Gym, you know, Fresh is not one of those type of. You know, there's a lot of people that are online that are influencers, podcasters, online celebs, whatever, and they kind of have you know ego about them, and you know it's weird because they're not even like big celebrities; they're just online people, and they act like they're too good to talk to people sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Fresh didn't give that vibe at all. Um, he he made sure he spoke to every single person that was at the event, shook everybody's hands, made sure everybody had a great time. You know, made sure everybody was well fed and drinks were taken care of as well. And you know, he brought Myron in and had Myron speak to a lot of guys and uh, you know take pictures with everyone. And it it was a dope it was a dope event. You know, it was for me it was the first time I ever gone to like a. Uh, a networking type of event like that since my MLM days, like when I was doing network marketing. So that's like way back. And those were always, they, they, those always had some intention behind them, right? This, it was the first ev- networking event I went to. And I will say like, it was a little uncomfortable for me at first because I just haven't been in a, a, a situation like that or that type of setting. But I'm glad that I went. I'm glad you, uh, you know, talked to me into going. I'm glad Blake came down there with us. I'm glad Justin joined as well. Um, but it was Shit, definitely- Steven? 
Oh yeah, Stephen was Logan. there too. Forgot Stephen. Yeah, Logan. So I it was a nice launch pad for me personally to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and in being in different types of settings with high level people, with high value people. And it was a it was a good start for me this year because I, I didn't I didn't even anticipate all the traveling that I would do this year, all the people that I would meet, all the events that I would go to. And that was a nice like, you know, kind of like a little appetizer, if you will, for me to go and, and talk to people, get to know others. And I've made a lot of connections since then like Cody mentioned earlier there's a couple people inside the group that uh, are associates of mine now at Improve You there's a lot of other people I've done business with inside the group and I've even uh, been able to you know establish myself as like a go-to person when it comes to funding and credit and lending inside the group as well and still very active um, and it's grown it's grown quite a bit the community overall so you know again I think I already said this but shout out to Fresh for that whole event um, I know Cody can touch on a couple other events that he's been to since then but uh, I think it was a, a that was a, a that was a good start for us this year because it definitely opened us up a lot more like we had been to Miami the year before and we went down there to have a good time get away you know this time it was more like you know it was business, business right we knew business we had, and leisure yeah we had the net we knew we had the network the networking event we knew uh, we wanted to record content. I think you even recorded your uh, your music video down there. So, like, it was very well intended. We stayed in a nice place in Brickle, um, had dinner with a lot of other high-level guys, and got to got to share a lot of information and value with others. So, it was definitely a, a solid event, and I, I, I'm glad that we both went. And, and the thing about it, too, is we started with a hard workout, so we got to see what everybody was made of. Yeah. Like, so, like, we really got the bond before we even got to know a lot about each other, mm-hmm. and a lot of people in the group there is some people who aren't as successful and then they're on their way but they have the mindset but then there's people who have already made it and are who are actually doing shit and are actually millionaires so there's a bunch of different levels of guys in there and they can help you build and become better um so ceo network I'm going to go ahead and do a little plug right now. If you guys need want to get in, you should. You need to get in, in my opinion. Hit me up, and I can show you how to do that, and I can link you guys up with the group. But um, if you want a brotherhood of people where they will hold you accountable, we do accountability calls. Fresh brings people like Ty Lopez, Brandon Carter, um, Justin Waller, Luke Belmar, like all these people on the calls with us, and we can ask them anything. And these people charge like ten dollars to $20,000 for like 20 minutes of their time for just normal people to just talk to them but since they know fresh they'll do anything for fresh because they got a good network and his network is our network so they bring them in and hook us up and we can learn a lot from those guys and then we can bring value and give it to other people as well um but also they did a columbia trip after that i didn't get to go on that first columbia trip um, but he bought sneeko myron they did a live podcast with the guys there and stuff like that Saturo shooter was there the warner was there um but then fast forward we did another miami trip this was um, no November. This was September, at the end of September. And then I went down there. Wes Watson was there, Mr. Organic, hung out with them, got to meet those guys, um, went to a few clubs with Fresh and them. We did a boxer event as well. It was more intimate. It was less people, probably about 30 to 40 people. Um, and then fast forward a few days from that point, it was only about 10 to 14 of us. We went to Medellin, Colombia. Um, hung out with Kevin Tobias, which is one of Fresh's guys, um, Arthur, Fresh, and we just went around Colombia and did shit together. Brotherhood shit. Is that the shit. first time you've uh, been out of the country? First time I've been out of the country. First time I used my passport, and I will say immigration was shitty because they were having a, an event down there, mm-hmm. um, a big EDM event, oh, really? like a big-ass concert, like Jay Balvin and a bunch of other people were down there. So immigration line took about two to three hours to get through. Damn. Normally, it takes about five to ten minutes if there's not a huge event, but a bunch of planes came in at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
And then coming back into the country was the same way just because a bunch of planes came in at the same time. Um, Colombia is beautiful. I've always wanted to go to South America. I've been saying this for years. I'm going to go to South America. I yep. don't know when. In 2022, I said in 2023, I'm going to South America. I don't know how. I don't know when. This was before the CEO network. It's before I had my passport. And then it happened. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to manifest shit and then put that energy into it and stay positive and work hard and shit like that. But um, yeah, we're doing another Miami event before we do the DR event in March. So there details yet to be determined but we'll get those details soon and um overall yeah you got a network man now i'm super chill with them super chill with fresh when i go to miami he's like hit me up i went to miami before the miami meetup the second miami mm-hmm. meetup and i was down there just working out in the gym fresh came into the gym he was like yo why didn't you tell me you were here and then um i lift it with him and arthur um we did a few sets together i didn't lift with them on their whole lift but we did like a few a few lifts together and shit it's pretty cool but um, it's just good to know people who are succeeding and people who want other people to do better, especially if you're providing value and not trying to take from them. Because when you're trying to take some shit, they're going to sense that. And plus, that's not how you're supposed to move anyway. Like, you're not going to be successful if you're just trying to take shit from people. You have to give to the world, give to people, add value, and then that's how you level up from that. Yeah, everything at the end of the day is a value exchange, right? And you don't want to be that person that just takes, 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 takes. And you also don't want to be that person that just gives, gives, gives. Because right. you'll get taken advantage of. Yep. You got to find a, a nice balance in between the two. But yeah, guys, I mean, that's, you know, just like we talked about last year, that's the importance of networking. And we got out there and we networked and we found people that we could connect with, that we could share ideas and goals with, that we can do business with, and that we can travel with. You know, that's another thing. Like, we, we didn't really have last year or the year before that you know like we had a small group of friends that are always down to travel with us like you know when we went to miami the first time or anything like that or even when we were trying to go out to la but that's another thing when you get into these networks and these communities of people that are all on the same you know path as you are trying to do the same things it opens you up to other people that you can connect with bond with and even go and just travel to columbia (laughs) with 13 other guys and you know have a good ass time so uh and the thing about networking too is like and specifically for the CEO network is your you first and foremost it's not even expensive like 200 a month ain't nothing yeah. um if you first got in it's cheaper than 200 a month but like now the price is 200 a month you got to put your money where your mouth is because Tons of value because they, I mean, they don't want just, they don't uh, want anybody just hopping in yeah they don't let just anybody hop in there's a, again there's a lot of high level people inside that group that are resourceful and the war that, room's 8k that uh, he, <laughs> you know? fi- he finally bumped it up yeah oh uh, i didn't realize so, like, he bumped it up it was a, 5k to, to to know to be in a group of somebody who who knows like Andrew Tate and his war zone, war zone. I mean, sorry, say war zone. <laughs> <laughs> we play. We've been playing a little bit of war zone. His, his war no, I know what you're saying. Like even like you know Justin Waller, Sartorial Shooter, all those guys. Like, like Fresh like, will be charging at least a thousand. Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, shout out to Fresh. You know, and the thing is, he um. You know, he's trying to he's trying to help everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody has a different level that they're on and where they're starting. Exactly. And the thing that he does uh, that I like a lot, you know, outside of this, the networking inside the Telegram uh, channels and the people that and the meetups where you can meet up with people. But he brings a lot of high level guys or and uh, on on the calls, on the Zoom calls, like Cody said earlier, where you can do Q&A's and just just soak in a lot of value from these guys that have made it, that have been successful, that have made millions of dollars that have grown multiple businesses that are travel all across the world you know so that's uh that in itself man
man is worth well over $200 a month. Because like you just said, a lot of these people charge a lot of money to not only just speak at events, but even coaching, man. I know mm-hmm. people charge that charges thousands of dollars an hour for their time. So you just being able to get in a, a room, whether it's a, a physical room or even a, an online Zoom setting and just be able to talk and soak in a lot of this information, you know, stuff that maybe doesn't make it to the social media platforms. It's just a, it's a ton of value in itself. And I will say personally for me, like 2023, obviously grinding and hustling, that's standard, that's base level, that's a given. But 2023 for me was focused hardcore on networking. Yeah. And out of networking came a lot of traveling and shit, but yep. it was strictly to network. So like I did a lot of business trips just to network. And I'm still going to keep that momentum up going into 2024. But now in 2024, I really want to focus on like leveling up as much money as I can make. Because last year I made more money than I did the previous year, so on and so forth. So I'm trying to keep that going and it's going to happen, of course. But networking is just going to be a given like hustling was a given before networking was something I focused on. So I'm just going to keep going up that ladder. And guys, so, you know, make sure when you have opportunities like that, um, and there was guys that came to Miami with their last dollar yep. that joined that network with their last dollar. And got dollar. jobs from people in the network. And got jobs. And yep. now that last dollar made them 10 extra money. Yep. And now, yep. So, like, if you get, the, you know, don't, it, it has to make sense for you. And make sure when you do go to these type of events, you have some type of intention. Not like some ulterior motive, but go with intention. Go to meet people, talk to people, learn about others, soak in a lot of value. Let them Try, know who you are. Yeah, let them know who you are and put yourself out there as a valuable person. Even if you feel like you don't have anything to bring to the table, there is one thing that you do have. You have work ethic. You have your time. You have your energy, right? You have have mo- your you took the risk to go yeah so even if it's down to just offering up your your services or anything to just anybody hey look you know i've been following you for a while i love your content i love what you do you know i i'm an entrepreneur myself i'm trying to make it i just want to want you to know if there's anything you need help with if it's you know uh editing content writing out you know copy for stuff or you need like an assistant i'm willing to you know i'm, I'm there to help or if it's someone that sells a product or service and you meet those people you know they're behind these names hey you know love your content love what you're doing i'm actually i've actually bought this or i'm doing this with your group i'm participating in this program you know i would love to be able to to sell for uh, sell this, I wanted to get this out to more people. I want to work for you and sell this product. Now you don't have to pay me any salary or anything. Just give me a, a commission, right? There's a lot of different ways that you can go about getting, uh, you know, putting your value out there and getting involved with a lot of people that are doing amazing things. Whether they're super high level or they're they're getting there as well. You you know, just because you you aren't doing something yourself yet doesn't mean that you don't belong at events or networks. Uh, uh, inside communities like like this everybody brings something to the table you just have to figure out what what value you can provide but take the opportunity because you never know what doors can open up for you 100 percent. yes sir but uh you know branching off that i want to talk about so i went so another networking event that i went to is uh vegas vegas yeah so actually so i got to go to vegas for the first time this year this was after a little bit after we got back from miami 
that wasn't even well no that was for an event so i had a client long story short i have done some work with him and his business um and was able to connect with him and his team worked with, with a lot of people on his team to help them get capital help them grow their businesses and what that led to was uh he actually uh, released, wrote and released a book on Amazon that same week. And it actually went number one on Amazon in a, in a very short amount of time. The, the guy's name is Zach Shit. Williams. Uh, his, it's a, a book called One Foot in Front of the Other. Um, it's about his story and how he had to overcome trials and tribulations. He, he, got, in a re- he got in a really bad motorcycle accident, got T-boned on a bike, Damn. was in a hospital for a long time, multiple surgeries, lost a shit ton of weight, you know. Um, so he, it, it's just a story about him overcoming those things and and how he became successful in life and now he's speaking on stages he, he speaks at a lot of events but anyways he invited me out to vegas uh for his book release party or launch party and uh his party that he had set up for when he went number one on amazon he literally told everyone and everybody that he was going to go number one on amazon in 24 hours and he set up a party to celebrate it before it even happened i was there during the launch i was there when he hit number one and i was there for the after party it was a rooftop party at uh, this place called, I think it's called like Bruise or something like that on the strip in Vegas. Incredible view. But I'd never been. I went th- I went there for like a week because I don't like going places for a couple of days. I'm like, I want to go experience stuff. And uh, I met a ton of other people there, too, that actually became uh, clients of mine. Organic Papito? No, I didn't meet him there. He was already a client. Okay, gotcha. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on him too, though. But uh, but anyways, like I got to do that, and that was the first time I was in Vegas. I didn't really like party too much. I did have fun. I didn't do too anything crazy. I, I went out there by myself. You know, I didn't have anyone to like come with me, and I was meeting all these guys for the first time ever. But they were all cool. They were accommodating. They made sure I had a good time and was well taken care of. So shout out to them. But the second time I went out to Vegas, which was. October of this year, I actually went to an event called WealthCon. So WealthCon is hosted by Ryan Pineda. Um, he's a big, he's big in the real estate space. He's also done some other like online marketing and investing. And he has a podcast called Wealthy Investor. Um, I'm sure a lot of you people have heard of him, but I went to his event, WealthCon. They have it, they have four events per year. It's once every quarter. And it's, it's all about business and entrepreneurship, uh, investing, things like that. Right. Um, so I got invited to that event by a client and now business partner of mine. Uh, the gentleman's name is Kevin Arujo. Uh, he goes by Organic Papito on Instagram. He actually was a client of ours or is a client of ours that went through credit repair with us, got himself funded, and then he built himself a funding and credit repair business. And he actually still does a lot of business with us now. He's from Virginia. He's actually from uh, Norfolk area. And he oh, was, shit. He was living in Charlottesville earlier this year. Once he got funded and set up his business, he quit his job as a barber and then moved to Vegas. So that's how me and him got connected. He he paid for our mentorship, and I went and saw him a couple times in Charlottesville, and he already said, like, I'm moving to Vegas. Another prime example of, like, manifesting, putting things out there and, and uh, you know, doing, you know, uh, basically accomplishing everything that you said you're going to do. He said he was going to move to Vegas. He said he was going to get funny. He said he was going to start a business. He said he was going to make five figures a month, and he did that. But anyway, so he was in Vegas. He was part of uh, Ryan Pineda's, like, media company. They basically do uh, – Ryan Pineda has, like, a big building out there. It's a studio where you can come in and do, like – uh, they they basically film and edit all your content. You for just pay you. for it. Yeah, a lot oh, of people shit. have done. They give you like sixty pieces of content, or they'll they'll film, record, edit, do everything. You can do it inside their studio. So he uh, 
purchased that service for them because he was trying to launch his business and he wanted to get content out, right? And it looked really good. They do a good job. Shout out to Ryan's team for uh, for that as well. But he got uh, VIP tickets to WealthCon, which is Ryan Pineda's event. So he had a plus one. And he invited me out. Out of all the people he could invite, he could invite family members, he could invite a chick, he could have invited other people in his network. He invited me out because of the business that we've done together and and how I've been able to help him grow as a brand. He's only twenty five years old, bro. He's younger. Oh than, shit! Yeah, he's younger than you. <laughs> yeah, he's got a head a hell of a start. But anyway, so I went to an event again. Realist, I haven't. I recently got into real estate, but I had, and I've been wanting to get into real estate, but I told him, I was like, eh, man, that's like a real estate event thing. I don't know if that would really be my vibe. He's like, no, look, you got to come. It's, there's going to be a ton of entrepreneurs there. There's going to be a ton of other people in the lending space. I want to introduce you to, um, you know, you just got to come and soak up all the value. And I didn't even know who the guest speakers were. Dan Fleshman spoke. Ed Milet was the, the big key, one, the keynote, which I, I had no idea about that. Um, Oh, man, there was a bunch of other people, too, and I, I feel bad for not remembering everybody. But those, those two stood out the most to me because I soaked up a lot of information from both of those guys. But uh, I went out there, again, met a lot of people. I met some video editors and content creators that have helped me with some of my stuff that I'm doing now. I've met copywriters. I've met other lenders and private money like private money lenders that I'm doing business with. And I've met and I've learned a lot about the real estate game because I wanted to get into real estate investing, but I just didn't have the information or the knowledge yet so i learned a lot out there got to network they uh they actually had the event at the uh the camera's too hot <laughs> they had the event at the las uh, vegas raiders hotel like the the team hotel and uh they had like a, a private party out by the uh they had like a pool and this big huge venue outside and it was all like blocked off for us and after everybody spoke, but I, I got to meet a ton of people out there and make a lot of connections, uh, you know, fill up my Rolodex with a lot of high valuable people. And I got to see Ed Milet speak uh, in person for the first time. And that he that was, was the probably key- awesome. Oh, he was the keynote speaker. Uh, he basically finished off the event and uh, it was it was amazing. You know, he uh, he had a, a, a solid, a, a very solid uh, story to tell about his journey and how he got to where he got. He talked about the importance of family, um, you know, the importance of taking care of your people. So I, I definitely, he not only left an impression of, of, uh, on me, but everybody that was at that event left a solid impression. And even though it wasn't like the type of event that was catered towards me, it still, it was still, uh, a value driven where I could take out a lot. Like these, this couple came on and they were talking about their real estate uh, company. They do wholesaling, have done multi millions of dollars, and have all these people that work for them. That uh, and they were talking about their business structure, their SOPs, how they automate things. And even though that's not what our company does, there was a lot that I was able to pull from their presentation and implement into our company with, you know, uh, you know, properly, uh, you know, accommodating your team, uh, setting up structures, setting up team leaders. Like I made a lot of changes within our business just from stuff that I learned at that event. Um, and I made a lot of connections too. Kevin introduced me to some pretty high level people in the credit space that are behind a lot of large credit monitoring companies that I'm doing business with. I'm working out a bit deal with right now. So it's, um, you know, just to, you know, on the networking topic, like even again, even if it's not something that you feel like you would fit in or, or think you get value of, you're always, if you go there with intention, you're always going to get value out of it. And I'm so glad that I went and definitely had a lot more fun my second time around in, in Vegas. 
but we won't talk about that on stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vegas is something else when it comes to extracurricular activities. And you've been to Vegas quite a bit too, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, Shit, I've been to Vegas like six times now, man. Really? Yeah. We got to go to it's Vegas nice. together. It's nice. It's really nice. I got I So on the, uh, I stayed at the Palms and I had, let's just say, a really nice room that was high up. And uh, Kevin was out there with me. And we, had, I, I told him, we had made like a, a, a vow to each other that this time next year, that we were going to get a, a high rise, high a loft with the pool and do like a private event for like a celebration type of thing a year from now. So when that happens, because it's going to happen, you're coming out and invite a bunch of people out. I'll take care of all you guys. That... Kevin's going to be there too. So, Yes, sir. Um, anything else you want to touch on? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I got a couple of questions for you. All right. You know, what, um, you know, the, the biggest, what was your biggest takeaway? for 2023 like what what would you say was like one of the biggest lessons you learned or like what's what's like a big takeaway whether it's from uh an event that you were at meeting somebody like what what was like one of the biggest and maybe you have a few um well one of the main ones is if you have a really good idea about something working but you just don't want to take the risk because you don't know if you're ready or if you have the resources or if it's going to work out or whatever, whatever the excuse may be. If you have a good feeling about it, act on it. Uh Because if you act on it, it's probably going to turn out better than you think it will. And then also, if you don't act on it, you're going to always think about what if and what if it could have turned out great, whether it turned out great or not. Um, So that's another thing, like just act on opportunity that is in front of you because you're not always going to get opportunity and the same opportunity may not roll back around. So squeeze as much as you can out of the orange of opportunity and make sure you give as much as you can to the orange of opportunity. Gary V says that he's like, squeeze as much as you can out the orange. Uh Um, So that's the main thing. And another thing too, is like, you really just have to keep the momentum up, you know, like, on the days that it sucks or whatever, like it's, I've gotten so used to just doing what I know I have to do, uh-huh. you know? And like in 2022, it was the same way, but sometimes I'd have to like force myself more. But like at this point, it's like, I, I kind of just enjoy it. Even if I don't want to do it, I'm, I'm going to have to do it. Cause every time you do, it's just going to level you up. You just have to keep that constant progression, step-by-step progression. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it takes a month or if it takes two years or it takes three years, whatever it may be, you just have to keep progress up and make sure you're not stagnating or digressing because fuck that shit. And you're, you're never going to get anywhere. If that's the case, you're just going to be a rat on the wheel on a treadmill type shit. So like, I don't ever want that to happen. So I'm always just about progress. And then also, um, just, I mean, shit, man, like this year I've learned how to market better and make my business be more like profitable been have way more clients coming in from different marketing techniques. Like last year I was only marketing with like two or three outlets. This year I'm marketing five to seven out. I'm sorry, 2023. I'm marketing five to seven outlets. Like shit. Winter hasn't even been, you know how winter was last year for me. Like (laughs) winter, like I was, I was walking around the house. Like it was kind of sporadic. Yeah. It was like a job here, job here. But like this year we've been pretty consistent and we haven't really let up. You're like, yeah, the holidays. So like we haven't had as much work this week and last week, Mm -hmm. but like we've been really consistent and we're about to roll back in the spring and um, summertime. So it's going to be even busier. So just keep your foot on the gas. There's always more work to be done. 
Um, if you haven't tried something, try it because it might work. And then also just take as much opportunity as possible. Like that's the main thing that I've pulled out of 2023, as well as all the things we just covered with networking. Networking is very key and very important because all it takes is one person to change your life at the end of the day. But also all it takes is one person to change your life at the end of the day. You, yeah. Yeah. you, somebody else, but no one else is going to help you change your life if you're not changing yours already. So just make sure you're working on that yourself. No, I, uh, and just to touch on some of the things you said, you know, just to kind of, uh, you know, back it all up, if you will. One thing that I can say that I noticed out of you this year was you were a lot more receptive of, um, you know, not only people giving you value and telling you what you could do to improve in certain aspects of your business and your life, but even like when it came to criticism, I think that's like something you've grown on, grown a lot a, a, a part of you that you've grown on a lot this year is like handling criticism. Not that you couldn't handle it before, but you just, you, you take it in more and you actually analyze it and then find, you know, ways to implement whatever it is. You don't, you're not, you don't take it personal or anything. And then something else was, um, you know, you've, you've always, like you said, the foot has always been on the gas. And that's the thing. A lot of people that are successful, they talk about it's mo it's all about momentum, right? Once you get something going and you start building up on that momentum, you have to, you have to ride it out as much as you can, right? And just stick to it. And that's something that you've always, uh, I mean, that's never really been a problem for you, to be honest, man. You, you've always just been going and going and going. But, uh, but even just including a lot of other things, like with the traveling, with the networking, with the internet, the Columbia trip, even with our trip to L.A., like even though we went out there for uh, an event that got canceled and it like that was mainly while we were there, we ended up having a good time. But you never let off the gas like when you came back right you've and even while you were gone your business was operating you did a lot better with that this year than the year prior to you always made sure you had staff and team available to run the business while you were gone so i would say you know just like i said just to kind of back up uh some of the things you mentioned um that i've noticed with you it's been uh it's been very impressive and, and solid to see and you've always stayed disciplined man man work he gets his workout in he eats right he runs his business he soaks up uh, a lot of content, produces content, still makes music, haven't, hasn't lost his drive there, right? And, and is making a lot of money and, and, and doing amazing things. So, no, shout out to you, man. I appreciate you, man, for real. Yes, and sir. With, with you, bro, you just, you just blew everything out the water this year, man. And I know next <laughs> year is going to be crazier, but, like, you've just been leveling up. Dude, and, you, and you're low-key about it, too, which is awesome. I, uh, so something that I, the last couple of years for me, I've done some, um, I spent a lot of time like reflecting more. I used to just do things without really having a plan or a course of action and just like whatever felt good and seemed right in the moment I would just do. And I reflected on that and realized like I spent a lot of time over the years, maybe not recently, not in the last couple of years, but definitely before just doing so much for others to impress other people, whether it was women, whether it was friends, whether it was family members, whether it was haters, whether it was people I used to work for that I just wanted to prove like, you know, that I could be better than them. You know, I realized a lot of that over the last two years and um, it took, um, I don't know. I just, I knew I needed to make a change because at the end of the day, like, even like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, I've done really well this year and I've accomplished a lot and I'm not going to like discredit myself for that, but I still don't believe I've done enough yet. I still don't think I'm shit yet. And who knows? I might not, I might always have that mindset forever, but, um, 
But I used to think that I was hot shit and that I was doing hot shit when I really wasn't, you know, especially when we went to Miami the first for the first time for me last year. It puts it into perspective. It put a lot of things in perspective and it, it's almost like taking uh, with, with someone who thought they were a big fish in a small pond and you put drop them in the fucking ocean, right? So that's that's where things started to change for me uh, last year and I think I even talked about it on that episode or maybe episode after that. So I did a lot of reflecting and uh, I realized like, look, I needed to just kind of put my head down, not worry about everybody else. I have a great opportunity in front of me. I've made some really good moves i've been really disciplined about my money and the and the time i spent with people and that's another thing that i did towards the end of last year and this year i cut a lot of people out bro that just you know some of those people that were causing problems in my life because they were causing problems in your life too um but i think that's like important when you realize you're like you have to i think drake talked about this in an interview before and uh he said something along the lines like when you realize it's your time and like things are going well for you, you got to lean into that. Mm-hmm. You got to really take advantage of that and fucking run with you gotta it. Got to be even more dialed than ever. Oh yeah, and that's what happened for me last year. Um, like towards the summer, fall time of the year, I realized that I had a lot of opportunity in front of me. I set myself up properly. I there was a lot more that I could be doing and there was a lot of people that I needed to cut off and a lot of things that I needed to stop doing. And and that's what I did and I I, I dialed in. I went full tunnel vision mode. Um and I had a lot of like at the same time I it wasn't like I I did the hermit crab, you know, sit in my room hoodie up type of thing. I I did that for a little bit too over the years. But I I really leaned into everything that was happening for, uh, you know, positively that was happening for me. And even the challenges that came along, I just dealt with them, mm-hmm. you know, before I would ignore stuff or brush it on the rug. And you got to deal with them immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not, and I would procrastinate dealing with shit. Now I like nothing phases me anymore. It's just like, if, if something pops up, I deal with it, handle it right then and there. And then I move on. If it's multiple things I got to handle, then Hey, that's what I do, but it never gets me down. I never stop. I never get too stressed. You know, I, I, I'm always, if it's within, if it's outside of my control, then there's nothing much I can really do about it, but like control the things that I can control, right? Focus on that stuff. So that's what, you know, the biggest takeaway for me this year was just really, you know, dialing in being disciplined developing good habits um like i said meeting new people putting myself out there being comfortable with being with being uncomfortable and you know just listening to everyone that's above me and and soaking in all the value that they would give me there was like when i went to vegas the second time man like wealth that was an event that i could definitely say there was like a a, a team of high level people there like there was some be- like I sat at a, a lunch table with Andy Frisella's best friends that live with him in like St. Louis, like down the street from each other type shit. And they were just talk- casually talking about conversations and stuff that they've had at the facility. Like, I don't think I even got to tell you about that. But um, I was having lunch with those guys and I was just soaking in all the information that I was just hearing. Like and um, but I would say even in Vegas, like I was probably one of those persons that like not knew not unrecognizable. A lot of people recognize who I was, but not high level either. 
but I took the time to like really just soak soak shit in from people and learn from others and how they uh you know gain their success and being so, around those people though man like it really puts you into perspective too. oh yeah oh yeah it's I, like damn it's like damn like i'm around these people that i've been watching for years bro i was almost like starstruck while i was sitting at the table man like i was like dang like I'm and having, it makes you even more humble yeah i'm having like, you lunch have, you with have multi-millionaires to. right now like i and haven't it's like and for shit. me and then for me it's like bro like i haven't done anything like how the, <laughs> how the fuck am i sitting right here you know so, uh, you know, and it, and I'm not even going to necessarily say it motivated me because I've always, you know, I've never really sh- like. It just makes me want to be on the same level as yeah. them if I'm going to be sitting at that table. Inspiring, definitely. Not really motivating, but inspiring. And also a uh, kind of confirmation that I'm, I'm on the right track, mm-hmm. that I'm doing the right things. It's a win. I'm meeting the right people and putting myself in the right positions. And I'm not fucking shit up. I'm sitting there listening. I'm not trying to be flamboyant or be that guy that when I know I'm not that guy yet. Right. So, you know, the uh, just meeting new people and, and soaking in new experiences has, has been a, a takeaway for me. You know, finding time to reflect on things and really, you know, critique myself and look back on, you know, even if it's looking at old messages or listening to calls that I had um, you know I, I feel like that's really important to especially like if you're in sales like I am you know you want to you want to figure out like how you sound to people what you're saying if it's if certain things are working if it's not working etc and the last thing just really stepping into like the responsibilities that have been given to me and not being afraid of the moment right um, because I have a lot of responsibilities now in my work life and in personal life um, and I've always felt like I was someone that had to be the responsible one in a lot of my groups and had to, you know, juggle a lot of dif- different people's plates, which was kind of unnecessary. But, um, you know, just, you know, really just leaning in and understanding that, you know, things are happening for me now and I have to, I have to push, I have to put the, like you said, put the foot on the gas and not let up and really just ride the momentum, you know, that snowball effect into, you know, the next stage of my life. So it's just, it's been a, it's been a, a really great year. A lot of things I did not see coming. Um, but in a weird kind of way, a lot of things that I did at the same time, you know, that I knew what what would happen. You know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, I knew I would get here, but like at the same time, not being cocky, like, oh, I knew. I'm but also you didn't know every single outcome to make that happen. Yeah. Like you didn't know every single scenario that was going to take place to make that outcome happen is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. So, and sometimes the outcomes that you wanted to happen or knew that were going to happen actually happened better than you thought they were. Yeah. Like I will say my position with Improve You and the opportunity that, you know, my mentor, Damon Alexander, gave me um, and, you know, him putting the keys in my hand and letting me, you know, be the driver and the spearhead of, of our eight figure company that I did not see coming. Um, but when the opportunity was presented to me two and a half years ago to work with him, I knew that I was going to give everything that I got to make sure that I impress this individual, get to a level where he views me as a partner and not someone that's just like, you know, one of his fans. Cause Damon's got a lot of fans online. <laughs> that dude's got a, a, a interesting following. Um, and someone that he can, I can be like, look at eye to eye and do business with and have that, that mutual respect, you know, that whole thing I did not see coming. Right. But at the same time, I knew I was going to be given some type of opportunities to really 
um, you know, put myself in a position of authority of, of, uh, you know, and huge responsibility where either, it, whether it's my own company, someone else's company, maybe I have, you know, partnered, um, partnered up with other people. And that's even made me a higher value, uh, level of a person where I have people reaching out to me, wanting me to do business with them, wanting me to come and consult their, uh, consult with their companies, help them grow and scale. So that was like the variable I can say, like with honesty, I did not see coming, but I can say when the opportunity presented itself in the very beginning, I knew I was going to give everything that I got because I wanted to be like this person. I wanted to learn from this person. I wanted to make money and live a lifestyle like this person. So, and I capitalized on it. And it all happened because you showed up and you continue to. Yep. That's the main thing. So one more thing and then let's, uh, let's close it out. But what's uh, what's time running at? I think we're like at an hour and oh, cool. 15. Nice. Yeah. That's, that one's good. All right, cool. Uh, so, you know, this is so cliche and everybody always asks this, but uh, two questions, two part question. Um, what are your goals for 2024? Right. And how old are you? How old are you now? So I'm 26. Um, in May, I'll be 27. 27. Okay. What are your goals for next year for 2024? Where do you see yourself by 30? So I have a $10 million check in my room that I wrote to myself mm-hmm. and it's, it's pretty much the same thing that, um, fucking it's the check that what's his name wrote the dude who plays the mask. Jim Carrey? Yes. Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for $10 million before he was famous. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I've had a check in my room for a few years that has $10 million on it. So Obviously, it takes time to become a millionaire, but if I make the right moves and are with the right network and I brand various layers properly and stuff like that, by 30, I would like to be a millionaire, preferably at least 10 10, 10 million liquidated dollars in my bank account, liquid dollars in my bank account. Now, I know that seems very close and it does take time. It could take until I'm 40, whenever. But Snowball effect, bro. Yep. There's other things that you've done over the last couple of years that will definitely accelerate getting you there. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you put yourself in a good position. So, so my goal is to be a millionaire at 30, mm-hmm. by 30 years old. And um, as far as 20, and also just be as healthy as possible, have a great loving relationship, intimate relationship, as, and then also family relationship, friend relationship. Um, not only be hanging out with Fresh and those guys, but like be in their phone as a friend, you know, like somebody I can be like, yo, let's go to the gym type shit mm-hmm. with them um, and their network. Like now I have access to them. We can do the trips and stuff like that. And I see them when I'm in Miami or whatever, but I want to like have them like I have you and like I have Logan and Chris and all these guys, you know, mm-hmm. I want them to be close like that. Um, so people I look up to and I follow, I want to be on first name in the phone. Let's hang out terms. Mm-hmm. So is um, Miami in the in the plans? South Florida? Yeah, so I I want to have a headquarters in Miami. Mm-hmm. And when I get to where I want to be, I'm definitely going to have a house here on some land on like Bit Mountain or in Floyd. Like I definitely want to have a place like that that I'm here for a few months. But like Florida is the spot I want to have like my main headquarters for networking, business and stuff like that. Um, but as far as 2024 is concerned, I'm going to just make as much money as I possibly can. And I made six figures this year. As far as what came in, hell yeah! After taxes and paying people out, I don't know exactly what it's oh, going to so net profits. You say for yourself? Well, no, I'm saying like after taxes and stuff. I'm not sure exactly what uh, it's going to be, but like okay. I, the income was definitely that. Yeah. Um, but I want to make net over that this coming year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just want to make as much money as I've ever made in 2024. Um, 
I think you're gonna make a lot of money next year, bro. Yes, from I'm, investments and from your and you got the the TikTok platform that you're restructuring, and that's a huge opportunity in itself. A lot of different ways you can make money through that. Because here's what I'm really trying to do with my brand, various layers. Like y'all know me as an artist. A lot of you guys know I make music, but like that's I'm not Drake at the end of the day. You know, my music, I can have a niche, whatever, if the right people hear, et cetera. But my buddy Terrell, he can become Travis Scott. You know, I, I don't necessarily think I can become Drake or anything like that. But um, I want to build the various layers fitness as the brand to where it's motivating, inspiring, but also I can help you with anything fitness related. But people know me as the fitness guy who does music, not the music guy who is fit. Uh-huh. You know, so like that's how I want to structure various layers, which is why on TikTok I'm restructuring the whole page to be that way. Uh-huh. Um, and then also, man, I just, just be as healthy as possible. Keep my relationships going. I'm keeping it very simple and I'm not putting anything too particular onto the goal list, except to just do better than I did this year. But I do have a goal number for how much money I want to make, which I'm not going to disclose. And then I have like goals for six months from now and stuff like that. But the main thing is just be as fit as possible. Build that various layers, brand up even more, make more money than I did last year, and build my relationships stronger than they even are right now. Oh yeah. So and then also like be as close as possible with the people I look up to and admire. Oh yeah. What about you? So like I said, man, I'm I'm walking into my uh my fourth decade. I'm I'll be thirty in March. I know I don't look it. <laughs> but uh I, I don't feel 30, you know, I, I feel healthy. I feel strong. Recently, I actually just had a blood test done. I have to show you my blood work. Everything looked pretty good. Surpri- like oh, not yeah. surprisingly, but like kind of like surprisingly at the same time. Um, but so, you know, I'll say for my goals for, for 2024, um, I definitely improved my income a lot. This is the biggest, this has been the biggest improvement from year to year standpoint um, from last year. You know, I, I made two and a half more than I did last year. So like doubled and then some, uh, my income, I truly believe that next year I will hit seven figures. I think I, I believe I will do a million dollars next year just because of, again, a lot of stuff that you and I set up together, I think will are it's going to, uh, yield nicely if you will and there's a lot of business opportunities that have been presented to me um that i'll be you know getting my hands in if you will uh, in the next three to six months so um my goal in 2024 is to hit a million dollars um i have that goal where i'm going to throw that celebratory event in vegas with kevin invite all my closest friends and business associates out to um, I do want to expand on my real estate portfolio. I was going, my, my goal was to get started in real estate in 2024. As you know, I recently, you know, already hit that goal before the year even ended, like right at the end. So I definitely, I definitely plan on building and starting that project, uh, in the spring or summer of next year, M- getting it finished. I don't know. Again, still ignorant to real estate and stuff. So, but I would love to, I would love to have that project started next year. And, uh, and another goal of mine was to, was to move to Florida and I'm moving to Florida here in like a couple of weeks. So, um, we'll see where life takes me from, from there. If I decide to stay, if I move a little further South, we'll see what happens. But yeah, you know, financially I, w- I have a seven figure goal. Uh, I will, I want to be in better shape, more, more physical, physical health, like healthier, healthier physically, if you will. I feel like I've gotten my, my finances together, 
my mental t- has always I've always had a strong mindset. I don't you know, I can't say I like was that guy that had that story where I had mental problems or anything. Um, and my social life is, is pretty solid where I want it to be. You know, I have the people inside my circle that I talk to on, on a consistent basis that I want there. The last part for me, and it's always been a, an equation of mine, is just get get better physically fit. Right. Um, I kept up with everybody at that boxer event. Oh, yeah. Dude, I did. Like, dude, you I was, were, you, I was you surprising were, hey. myself. There was people that were like, they were. Bro, you were ahead of some people there, man. Out. They fell out on some of those workouts. And I was like, I'm not going to say I was you, one of the you biggest didn't people stop there, either. But yeah. And I, that was uh, two hours straight. Yeah. And that was like, just keep going. I did embarrassingly uh, miss the bot, one of the bots jumps and like slice my, my knee open, but it was all good. I finished the workout. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's all that matters, man. You finished but, it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I actually, uh, I, again, I'm, it wasn't surprising to me, but based on looking around at some of the guys around us that looked f- more fit than I did and me seeing that I kept up longer than they did and finished the workout. So it was definitely like, it, it was a feel good thing for me, you know, but also it was like, I need to get in better shape. So that's that's another big goal of mine, uh, just to get more physically fit. And I know I can do it. I have the right tools and the right people around me. You know, Cody's always in my ear, ho- holding me accountable for stuff like that. Um, but I want to I want to look physically healthier. I am healthy, but I want to look healthier. So those are the biggest goals for next year. And uh, since I asked you by thirty, I'll just say by thirty five. Um, by thirty five, I want to definitely, you know, I want to start a family. Right. So I want to I have a goal to have a a big family and a bunch of kids. I think it's probably time I get started on that sooner than later. Um, And I just want to I just want to know that I don't have any worries in the world. Right. I want to make sure my family's taken care of. I want to make sure that my mom's not working, that my sisters aren't having to uh, they're not stressed out about finances. I would love to see my little brother working with me in in some type of job or not job, but business or uh, project or something like that. you know, I would love to pay my great grandparents, my grandparents home off so they don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, so really, like over the next five years, my 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 long term goals are for everyone else. I, I spent my my 20s um, having fun, uh, doing a lot of different things, seeing a lot of different places. I can definitely say I've had my my selfish moments. And I, I always think you should put yourself first, but there is a difference between putting yourself first and then just being selfish. Um, but I can say I, I, I had my selfish time, if you will. And it's, uh, you know, my thirties, especially the first half, I want to, I want to take care of everybody else and, and just, you know, make sure everyone else is good. People close to me that I care about and that I love and that I respect. Um, so that's like my, you know, I would say my, my goals and my, for my thirties, so how I, how I view things going. Yeah, bro, we're gonna be rich. Yep. Like that's happening, dog. I don't care how long it takes, I'm getting rich, man. Yes, sir. Final words. Yeah, so um I appreciate you guys watching, especially if you've gotten this far. And um also just make sure you take things that we've said, apply them how you see fit, implement them, and set some goals and boundaries and standards for yourself and your life in 2024. And another thing too is if you have some resolutions. Don't necessarily wait until the first to get those things started when you can start right now. Do it right now. Because all we have is now at the end of the day. Tomorrow does not exist. Yesterday does not exist. All we have is right now. So if you have anything you need to work on and you know you want to better in, the earlier you start, the better off you're going to be. And yeah, man, just more greatness to come, more discipline. We just got to stay focused, stay dialed, which it's going to happen, which we've always been. But now, like, we're starting to really get to, like, the professional level of being disciplined, like... 
Like we we see shit happening, we've made shit happen, but there's so much more to do, and we haven't done shit compared to a lot of people. Which you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people anyway. But if you want motivation and inspiration and stuff like that, like you can see how people at higher levels that you're trying to be like or be in the same situation, how they carry themselves and how they work and how Use they it do as stuff. Inspiration, you know, comparison is a thief of joy, and I truly believe that. I think we all can say we've been caught up in comparing our lifestyles or lives, especially to other with social people, media, especially with social media. But you can find you can have those people to look up to and aspire to be like. Right? No one can be you. You know, every single person on this earth is has their own individuality and, um, you know, like no one can replace you and no one can replace these other people that you sometimes compare yourself to. But again, like there are people that you can strive to be like. Right. Or want to be like or model your life or lifestyles after. So I don't think there's, you know, any anything like a wrong template with that. Yeah. Like a like a blueprint. Yeah. Template blueprint. I like that. Yep. Anything but, else? Um, that's all I've got to say. All right. So. so I'll end it with this. A wise man once told me, my unmatched perspicacity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the figuability or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I won't go there. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the one thing that I I'll, I'll end it with this, that um, me and Cody have uh obviously big goals dreams and aspirations and we love doing stuff like this i think this is uh you know when we do stuff like this it's a nice way for us to reflect it's a nice way to hold ourselves accountable because once you put it out there on the internet it's out there Mm -hmm. right so it's like if you don't do this shit somebody gonna find it and say oh you said you're gonna do that but you didn't do it right it's like a nice (laughs) way to hold us accountable in in a way but um, but also like we do it just to set examples for people, right? We we don't throughout this whole entire time that we've talked, and even on all of our other shows and podcasts that we've done, we've never once said that we want to be influencers, that we want to motivate uh, a bunch of people, that we're trying to be gurus or anything like that. Like we've we've never said that, and that's not that's never been our goal. Um, but we do want to inspire people just by setting an example. Right. Just showing people that you can do whatever it is that you you set out to do. Be what um, you want to see in the world. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Like Cody just said. And um, that's I feel like that's the best way to to go about it, you know, and all that comes naturally and organically. Right. You don't have to. Some of these guys, man, I just they just do it for the ground, do it for the clout. And just don't it just don't connect. And you got to be careful with people like that, man, because they're they're there just to make money off you. Uh, you know, to leverage the entertainment of social media. And, and I can't always say that their intentions are always pure. Right. So be careful with people like that. Um, but, you know, if, if we can inspire, you know, just just one person, you know, one person. Um, because like it's it's. The, like the things that you go through in life, the trials and the tribulations, they're they're necessary and you have to embrace it. Like I urge you guys to to embrace it because it's the one thing that's going to uh, allow you to to do whatever it is that you want to do. You know, overcoming things, overcoming uh, trials, and 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 taking not taking things as a as a L, but as a lesson, right? So uh, that I mean that's it for me. Show sponsored by Spindrift Sparkling Water. Go get yours now. <laughs> nah, hey, but hey, if they ever want to sponsor Spindrift, hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, yeah, that's all I got to say. And um, 
It's been another episode of Hustle House 24-7-365, and I am Various Layers, a.k.a. Cody Stockton, a.k.a. Various Layers. And I am Cream Cap Lamar, also known as Lambo. It's been it's been fun coming back on here and doing this. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we'll... And we've had a lot of time to, to come back and actually bring more wisdom. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And this, like he was saying, like, this helps us as well stay accountable, and, like, we can talk about the things that we need to do better on and what we want to accomplish and stuff, so... So I really appreciate it. It's good. Yep. Yep. Go into 2024, guys, with momentum. You know, do everything that you say you're going to do. Start now. Not, I mean, you don't have to necessarily wait to 2024, but start now and then just ride the momentum out. Whatever your goals, whatever your, your resolutions are, whatever it is that you want out of life and want out of your new year. Just do it. Just be about it. Just capitalize on it. Anyone, no, there's no one that can can try to come at me and Cody and say that we have been capping or bullshitting or didn't do the things that we said we we're going to do because the proof is in the fucking pudding and it's all out there. And I can't wait till the next time we do. Uh, you know, hopefully we can we can get some of these like slid in through next year. You know, just some couple couple specials. But I would love to. I can't wait to see where we are next year around this time. Oh again. yeah. You know, it's do, gonna be crazy, man. Do, do the same it's gonna thing. Be great. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll even have a a whole ass studio this is studio so yeah but anyways <laughs> but guys appreciate it and everybody happy holidays happy new year and we will see you guys next time peace out